welcome welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another double episode of misfits why do i feel like my voice is weird right now maybe because it's late and i am 50 shades of a very lonely valentine's day but it's not going to be lonely before i go to sleep because yes my vibrator is on stat the highlight of my day was the crazy stories my mommy tells me and my daughter who told me when i came back from the store you know because she wanted shrimp she's like yeah i was like oh i'm gonna cook chicken tonight and she's like oh i really wanted shrimp and i was like that's not what i said at all so i kept it moving and then my daughter was like oh okay i think she think that i'm not about to get in my way because somebody's cooking dinner tonight and (laughs) it's not gonna be my ass and i want some shrimp and clearly after i said i didn't because you know i'm not cooking chicken for myself so she knew i was not cooking (laughs) at all if we weren't agreeing on what we was gonna eat and she apparently put out the shrimp came in my room and said mommy i put that shrimp out 30 minutes ago and i started laughing because i was like dang gone it and I hope you forgot about that. And then she was like, I'm getting my shrimp. And then she was trying to co-sign on me cooking the shrimp. Like, uh, let me put it. I'm like, let me do it myself. You made me come up out here and cook the damn shrimp. Now I'm going to cook it how I want to. Because I was trying to cook it in the chicken batter. And she was like, why don't you use the shrimp batter? Because we never fry the fish that you had had in there 14 years ago. And I'm like, look, Heffa, fish do not go expired. So stop being concerned. One day I'm going to want to have fish and chips. And when I want to have fish and chips, I want the fish to be in the refrigerator. This is the only relationship I got going right now. And I'll get to my mother's story. I'll find a good break, maybe between episodes six and seven, to get into her uh, her Valentine's Day saga that I was laughing my ass off about. And sometimes people will just lie right up in your face and they really don't think that you would call them out on the fact that they facts don't line up but we'll get there we'll get there we'll save that story for you know coming soon let's start with episode six written by howard overman directed by owen harris premiere 12 16 of 2010 and i gave this episode a 10 out of 10 i really like this one because it gave us our first really big super villain and we haven't had as many villains as obstacles so i was happy to see them deal with an intentional uh person with powers doing nefarious things a day in the life of a boring milkman until he's struck by lightning in the storm and suddenly he can control milk and it's exciting and he gets the girl that never looked in his direction like literally once they showed his point of view from that <laughs> several times he is noticed by talent agent uh laura who brings the media and his life isn't so boring anymore he's even called his power lactokinesis our asbo five are watching this on the news and kelly says that has to be the shittiest power ever there are ten Your mama took the ugly ones and put them into one nerd. 
why is Nathan trying to piss a cigarette butt downstream to Simon? Like, he just don't make sense on any spectrum other than blessed and not in the fortunate way. He thinks they too should cash in on going public with their powers and tells Curtis, nice cock man. Simon doesn't think it's a good idea, but community service does end in two days and none of them have jobs or job opportunities. Though Nathan, you've been a homeless for a hot ass minute. This close up of his face, just way too close. He said he is immortal and should be given a superhero name like Captain Invincible and they can be called Mr. Backwards and Invisible Cunt. He then gonna say God intended them to shag impressionable drunk girls and make money. He for one won't let him down. Sean is overhearing it all, taking a shit and a smoke in the toilet, reading a book, and that sounds like a really appropriate way to take a shit. And I noticed that Simon and Curtis were the only ones that washed their hands. Like I said, Nathan be smelling like pooty. Alicia asks, what's up with uh, Simon and Jessica when he comes out of the locker room? Since dad tried to kill him, he can't see her anymore. And Alicia eagerly agrees it won't work out, but he'll meet someone else. Are you hearing she is so desperate to have him see her in that manner. It's so cute. Simon opens the door and is horrified to see cameras and reporters outside, but Nathan is geeked. But he isn't the one that sold them out. Nope, it's Sean, their probation worker who is already deuces with the cash to Antigua. Later, bitch! Get fucked! Kelly said, you're supposed to be the one that sorts us out. And he's like, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Then they was like, ah, like you give a shit? And he's like, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Goodbye, so long, and fuck off. Nathan says correctly that he's surprised it hasn't happened sooner as they're not particularly careful at all. Simon tells them when Alicia asks what they will do to him that they will be used for government experiments labeled freaks. So they'll have to go into hiding, assume new identities, cut all connections. The way that Alicia was adorably nodding like that all sounded logical. Because she's love struck had me in hysterics but nathan needs his mom to do his washing and curtis and kelly just ain't down with that whole plan until they're offered an alternative from laura that will also make them some serious cash i need a dollar 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 that's what i need is definitely the main component to them eventually agreeing to the agent's deal and she confirms simon's scenario at least that they probably will use you as government experience experiments but i can basically offer you a way in which to make money <laughs> for the government for themselves whatever 
they ask about the people they've murdered well technically it's manslaughter and then when nathan's like so what if we supposedly killed some people probation workers no one important alicia's face what the hell why do y'all allow him to be the spokesperson but she tells them that they'll label the probation workers evil it'll be self-defense kind of was and if not we'll vanish the bodies and pay the relatives because they're gonna be superheroes everyone concedes except simon that tells them this will change everything and not why they were given their powers and despite the girls plead that they all stick together he leaves no matter they're still the asbo five ready to be introduced into fame teeth good hair beautiful cock in flies up let's go be famous this is how we do at the grand hotel where all the shits is happening nathan wakes in bed with two women wearing a bra and another leaving so he's in heaven simon is walking the corridors invisible when cheese guy or milkman as i finally call him accosts laura about the french deal grand fromage or some shit but she's clearly blowing him off and pacifying him as she has way more interesting clients now nathan has no meat on his bones he needs to find some suddenly simon appears while he is taking a piss or while he's taking a piss and he's like uh what's up man his parents apparently have kicked him out over his invisibility and he asks if he can stay with him which nathan agrees to but tells him to hang back because he's gonna slip into the girls before they sober up gross you nasty this is a joke that just doesn't sustain through time about the fact that he's always trying to go for drunken women it's borderline sexual assault in a way if they're that intoxicated that he's just in a sense putting his dick in them and they're not even fully conscious it's weird why can't he have sex with someone sober he later joins laura and the others for a debriefing and she wants to know if there's anything that they don't want coming out in the papers uh she asks alicia if anyone has any ex uh or if any exes have any photos or videos of her and curtis says he'll delete them dude we've been over for a few weeks now i'ma need you to delete all of that shit nathan starts to tell a story about a girl he uh met at a dentist's office who had just had some dental surgery and curtis covered his face because he already knew whatever he was about to be hearing he did not want to be associated with this person or he just doesn't understand how he ended up befriending this person in the first place apparently after a kebab and some drinking they went back to her place for some shagging and just as he's about to blow his load he tripled himself i and the rest of the world were not familiar with this term at least i know my ass wasn't before this show and it is probably the most disgusting thing ever to be said by anyone 
and he says yeah tripling when you come puke and shit yourself all at the same time what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul go go bring all your white people with you cuz y'all niggas got to exit right now and this is why sober women would never have sex with him kelly say woo chow where was my pride and i'm so glad i evaded that disaster alicia tossed her food aside and disgust and kelly's just like for fuck's sake curtis said no hell no when he asked if it ever happened to him so kelly says i shagged a monkey what the fuck nathan gonna say technically it was a gorilla laura brings them to do some mingling uh, with their her fellow clients and some sponsors and ben is his name ben or did i make that up milkman tries to get her attention and fails to do so so he tries to actually befriend the asbo five. Oh dear we are in trouble nathan assumes that he's serving coffee but he's like no people serve me coffee now and alicia asks so what's the point of your power of course nathan bullies him and it really is problematic but laura asked him to blow his brains out on national television tomorrow and it's a soothing sight for the people that should have killed nathan by now he will wear a tux and it'll be filmed at the community center the room gets excited as daisy arrives uh she says many people laura that is is coming forward with their powers daisy is kind of like a pretty mother Teresa who can heal any disease and plans to heal the world or the ones that who who can afford it she shows her power by healing a wheelchair bound man but she has to do a lot of rubbing ben watches on with envy He goes back to his room to find his girl packing and leaving him and he says i thought you liked me and she said well and to be honest you should have known that she tells him there's a guy who can rewind time downstairs you can do stuff with milk but he shows just how dangerous his power can be by taking the greek yogurt she ate earlier and choking it, uh, her with it to her death then calls her nothing then sees his next target poor daisy nathan wakes with a cry when he goes to the bathroom because he has an std how that feel very happy <laughs> good you deserve it that's what you get simon comes in and tells him to ask daisy to heal him and he's like yeah she wants to kill the cure the world she can start with my cock 
Daisy is watching the interview that Simon 2.0 had when was Ben waiting in a closet? How the hell did he get in? So many questions here. Was it one of those double rooms? That's my kind of guess. Uh, but there's a knock on the door. It's Nathan coming for you. He wants her to heal his cock. <laughs> he tries to be all nice saying oh it was nice carrying that guy in the wheelchair that's like uh carrying two normal people double the points and i'll be with alicia sometimes like you are not my friend (laughs) um she says no i'm not going to cure your std because it involves a lot of rubbing and he tells her that there are a lot of drunken girls out there waiting to be shagged and it's his duty to shag them she says i'm not spending the rest of my life or prepared to spend the rest of my life rubbing cocks and he says where's your humanity if i knew he was immortal i'd just simply kill him when he got on my nerves he distracts her while opening his freaking pants getting his dick out like an asshole trying to trick her hand into touching it and that's still not even how it works she could still take her hand away he thinks he could force her to rub it but you have milkman starting to suffocate her and she ends up being impaled on her own humanitarian award and i did laugh because it's one of my favorite scenes ever when he's like heal yourself (laughs) while he's rubbing her hand on her own chest and in walks laura what the fuck is this she's probably like how did such impressive powers be given to such a fucking moron he hurriedly explains what happened and despite his presence and asinine excuse for being there the police do rule it in an accident and nathan is relieved says while it's a tragedy what's done is done and curtis and alicia are outraged dragging him for tainting a good thing by his sheer proximity but nathan drags curtis about his inability to ever use his damn powers you know it doesn't work like that i'm getting tired of hearing that laura tells him if he fucks up again she will finish him he says i'll try not to over drinks uh him and simon talk about the fact that his std has cleared up all of a sudden and he goes invisible when he hears another knock on the door it's Leisha coming to you and he's still in hiding the government ain't coming for him she comes to talk to nathan about the fact that she's disillusioned with the prospect of fame and it's all rather pointless nathan says that's why famous people pretend to care about the africans god she says they should have listened to simon and if he knows where he is he's on the couch watching you he said or she remarks he said picking up litter was the best time of his life which catches his attention as he never said that and she says if you see him tell him he was right he follows uh alicia out telling nathan i never said that sees her upset and decides to follow her she leads him back to their flat that he doesn't know about uh as alicia lays on their bed while he investigates 
And then she takes out their Vegas pick and starts to cry. But Simon is like, when was that taken? Where did you get that from? What is this place? Are you mad because I'm asking you 21 questions? And Alicia lets the cat all the way out of the bag. I love the full shot of the flat. And then the lights come back on. It's begun. Simon is no longer in the dark. She tells him why he came back. That, yep, they were together and will be again. Well, she hopes. So he's like, oh my God, she's really in love with me. And I must have made a very clear fucking impression. It's like finding out you're John Connor and your wife is like Naomi Harris and y'all got a badass crib and you're proper superheroes. <laughs> she tells him, imagine being her you're you or you're the same person but you're more confident and my powers don't work on you you can touch me he needed a moment to process that and she tells him that he died saving her and that it had to be this way that's what he told her and then he himself gives a terminator reference that she does not get but she's like you're still adorable (laughs) and i have no idea what you're talking about and i love the way that they're sitting in this position alicia very vulnerable and nervous as she tells him he was a proper superhero that protected them all uh all he's ever wanted really because that's what he's been fighting for keeps fighting for for them to do the right thing but doesn't know when it happens or what the fuck happens now laura tells milkman after running a bath that she is dropping him as a client so he clogs her arteries with the cheese she had killing her at the community center uh, they are legit eating the nastiest looking pizza i have ever seen and curtis reveals that he's lactose intolerant which is important simon stares at alicia and she asks if he's cool and that they'll talk later Kelly and Alicia head to the toilet. Kelly sees milk dripping from the ceiling and then goes quiet before Milkman appears to take Alicia. What was the point of just duct taping her and luring them? I guess he wanted to kill the whole Asbo 5 for... Yeah, that actually makes sense. Before he can shoot himself, he accidentally fires the gun, Nathan that is, at the community center simon gets a text to come to the hotel if he wants to see kelly and alicia again nathan kills himself then resurrects curtis simon and nikki see the milk stains or pools of milk in the bathroom but not the girls nikki teleports into the milkman's grass kelly tells nathan curtis and simon are walking into a trap and that she's dead curtis and simon arrive but Curtis goes chasing Milkman Shadow like an idiot. While Nathan, also pissed, attacks when he sees him, but he uses Derry to essentially make him brain dead to combat his immortality. Then Simon calls Alicia, and the music swells, and he finds the brain dead Nathan, Nikki dead, then Alicia curtis finds laura the massacre at grand hotel i can see the headlines now simon cradles alicia and kisses her forehead and that damn music he removes his jacket to cover her up and he's like here's my damn future at 
threat now because this motherfucker think he about to take it from me so when he goes all determined stepping out into the hallway into his destiny and he put that hoodie up the hoodie and super hoodie Curtis asks Milkman why did he do it and he says because people like me get attention when we kill a shit ton of people which is kind of true. Curtis was like well that shit ain't gonna work on me I'm lactose intolerant so he's like well I also have a knife and I'll just shank you with it but Simon takes the knife the visceral uh scene of him dying and then him saying that they're all dead and that he has to go back in time forces Curtis to actually rewind time it works he tells them that there's something they need to do they go to milkman's house and i'm just putting it out there they definitely kill him he never goes public but i do think that there's something that happens where people do come out about the powers it just doesn't happen in this fashion community service ends simon says it was the best time of his life nathan remains a dick but curtis is like we made it alive stop being so mopey nathan is like i've got fuck all going for me so kelly asks that they fancy a drink and technically this was supposed to be uh the actor nathan's last episode but then they had the christmas special which we'll get into next so before we do let me give you my my story about my mom told me so let's go for the first one because she's like i gotta go to court and i said for what she's like oh i'm fighting a ticket and i'm like oh you're fighting a ticket now people who fight tickets look if you feel that you got a case go for it but if you really don't feel you have a case i don't think you should go for it because you think that you can talk or bullshit your way out of it and it's also in a suburb that do not cater to your skin tone so she's giving me this whole spiel and she's like well the cop didn't stop me and i said what do you mean he didn't stop you well he flagged me down but i was like i'm not stopping and then i kept going and i was like well that's the you know and then she's like he came flying and finding me and i was like well that's like you didn't stop (laughs) and then she goes well no i did pull over but he was taking so long writing some other person a ticket that i left okay 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 so then i'm like okay well were you doing anything illegal she's like no i was doing nothing i was doing absolutely nothing wrong and on the ticket he didn't write anything and i says oh okay so when you got there though did you not ask like what the well they didn't he didn't write anything on the ticket and we can't find him i says okay so did he tell you well he said i almost ran over his partner but we didn't see no partner and then i was like so did he get you for speeding <laughs> she's like this is what i'm saying we went to court and he didn't had nothing on the ticket so they said i gotta come back uh because i pled no i'm guilty and i said okay well now that's starting to make sense why you have a second court date but i'm like so what what's your defense well my defense is they can't tell me what they gave the ticket for they need to explain it to me and i said well 
how much do they want you to pay for the ticket? Well, they said they didn't know. This is not making much sense to me. There's something she's leaving out because I started to question her story. So she started to come up and then she said, well, Josh, don't you remember there was no other cop? And then she goes, well, there was a whole other line of cops. Maybe he didn't have a partner and he came. I say, you, are, did you tell this to the cop? To the... <laughs> she's like i don't understand why you are you in the mood i said no i'm just i'm trying to understand like did you tell the 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 judges this because if you're telling me the story in the way in which you're telling me right now (laughs) like you're about to pay a whole lot more for this ticket and the court costs then it like then it might have been worth because your facts are not lining up ma'am and then she goes (laughs) no why are you defending the cops and i'm like i'm not defending the cops i'm saying can you defend are you saying you didn't do it like you're telling me he told you to flag and then you was like well fuck that i'm not waiting and then you were like well you didn't tell me what you was uh writing me a ticket for and then when you did tell me i didn't believe you so now i'm fighting the ticket because i think you're lying and now the second court case is to get the cop to show up to court and i'm like so if you think he's lying what do you think if he shows up to court he's gonna do like and she's like well what you know they'll have the dash cam uh footage and i'm like are you doing this just because it's 2021 and you just need to have a story because my mother is a little bit of a drama (laughs) i love her so much i do and i felt really bad because she said she had a really bad day yesterday and she's the sweetest person ever man she really is she's a good mother and parent but She's also kind of like they've gotten to this point in their life. Maybe that's their midlife crisis period um, <laughs> where she just went in a whole other direction uh, where she's like half hippie, half just be she she's um, she be having too many conversations with my younger sister and they were born on the same day. So. It, it just cracks me up because then she goes well i told the officer you know what the fuck is, and i'm like did you curse out the officer he, she was like no he just threw the ticket he was nice until i said so i'm saying so basically you antagonize the officer she's like no 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 and i'm like what you keep telling me like she's like i'm she's like well you wouldn't you do that no i would not i i would <laughs> call my legal counsel that's what i'm gonna do if i'm gonna fight a ticket one i will see how much the fucking ticket is it don't even matter because at the end of this conversation goes well i don't care i just really want an explanation they gonna have to just explain to me and then i'm not paying them anyway My mom and turned into a black heron, y'all. <laughs> she turned into a black heron. I'm roasting the shit out of her. I'm so glad she don't listen to these podcasts. But um <laughs> it still was a funny ass story. Cause I was so I was kind of like it was people's court and I was just <laughs> brown. Like, ma'am, this story ain't added up, ma'am. <laughs> it's not adding up then she tells me about what happened about her valentine's day so check it my dad 
is not like that's not his cup of tea right he's the kind of person that no matter what you say to them they're just gonna do it their way because it's what they feel it should be so the last they've been married for what 30 years i ain't never seen the actual marriage certificate so i gotta keep i gotta take their word for it but they've been together for 30 plus years and she's talking about things i've been recently describing marriage is sometimes men they get the prize and then they go well shit i ain't got to do nothing after that and she's like you know he could he could take better care of his personal hygiene he could you know if you're gonna go out and buy me something for valentine's day buy me something that i like you know what i like i've told you what i like she gonna say i want some perfume from macy's and some uh jewelry like he ain't a cheap ass motherfucker so (laughs) she really wasn't trying to do valentine's day or nothing she already is like they they are two people just stuck and they try to make the most of it they hate each other one minute the next minute they're all lovey dovey i don't even know they (laughs) oh they're they're unique they're my parents but (laughs) this argument is so funny so he came in and because he's like she's like don't spend no money on flowers because they just died which is a relevant point and then he brings her a teddy bear this little tiny teddy bear because it's the thought that counts and while that is a true sentiment it's also he would spend more money on anything else than he would spend on her for a valentine's day gift and that's just facts and if you know that it's even more insulting to even receive it so that's what she was having a lot of hatred towards but then apparently she says she flipped and had a flashback to when he was into his grimy days and she smelled perfume on the teddy bear and ran downstairs and threw the teddy bear now my dad is now like 60 something years or like there's a 13 year age gap between them so she's 50 he's 60s the closest close to the 70s he is on a respirator because he can't breathe he has copd really bad so imagine my mom all of 150 pounds rolling her ass down the stairs and throwing a teddy bear across the room hitting him in the head with it talking about you cheating motherfucker oh now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up you have fucked up now now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up she had the audacity to look me in the face and say she was sober i said okay miss and then carry on with this story because i could not contain my laughter i was trying so hard she's like you can laugh at it now but yesterday it was a tragedy because <laughs> this blew up into a huge huge argument he barely could breathe talk about i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> she basically went ham on him he barely could defend himself in that moment because she really was like you piece of shit i mean she dug into his life in places she probably been wanting to say for a long time and she had a she said she just had a mental flashback apparently papa was a rolling stone which we knew that shit i knew that shit anyway 
um <laughs> uh, she dipped her berries in sauce too so i don't even know what that term means but that's what i'm going with yeah this this was a this is a 30-year marriage that inspires a lot of my adult feelings <laughs> uh, anyhow i was like mama don't he got prostate issues he can't get it up <laughs> he can't you know he can't get it up and then she's like i know that in my reason but like i wasn't thinking and i'm like clearly you were not thinking <laughs> she just didn't know how the smell of the perfume got on so quickly i said i could come up with a whole lot of reasons i was like man them old people at rite aid they because that's where he got it because he literally went and showed her the receipt that he bought it from rite aid oh man i was like it was probably one of the clerks that handled the teddy bear <laughs> she's like that strong i'm like ma'am you wear perfume that when you leave my house i still smell it two hours later yes that's strong. <laughs> oh i never get tired of the shenanigans that are <laughs> my family when you go on to misfits episode seven the christmas special written by howard overman directed by tom harper i gave this episode a nine out of ten premiere 12 19 of 2010 kelly is picking up trash she works for the city nathan is a santa claus uh who says and announces he's not a pedophile curtis works at the bar with alicia since they apparently can get jobs but she still has or he still has public sex or toilet public sex as well with nikki who still can't control her teleporting simon is working on his parkour while alicia goes to a place talking about removing her powers for cash a very insidious priest discards his collar while ogling some girls i rather like the time jump uh alicia chastises simon for hurting himself when she gets him some ice but is frustrated she can't touch him still but he says he has to learn nathan is jelly that simon got a cool flat a beautiful girlfriend while he has to work at santa claus <laughs> kelly thinks it's dead romantic all the blushing lovebirds and curtis is like you're gonna get us sack giving away free drinks nikki had to walk all the way across the what did she call it i forgot what they called it where they live uh the estate and nathan tries to get a peek when she gets her knickers and she says do you want to look and he says yeah it's nearly christmas nathan finds his soulmate in nine months pregnant smoking marnie we're introduced to seth he can uh remove powers and give powers but cannot use the powers he is holding and he takes alicia's power away we see the priest show up right after her with cash to get a power of his own simon is putting up their christmas tree when alicia comes in tells him not to freak out touches him and says that this guy took his power never mind what he's gonna do with it it's gone and it is a burden 
unlike your power and i want to touch you because we had amazing sex and she misses it except round one does not go very well she tells him to look at him it doesn't matter and he says that he was better than him and is rather jealous of his own self that technically did all the wooing but she's like you're the same person he says but he was much better than me wasn't he him hanging like that girl (laughs) he disappears after he tells her that you'll always love him more than you'll love me the former priest walks on water and declares himself jesus christ jesus christ nathan and marnie are nasty and living in the community center together as he pledges his commitment to her and the baby and really thinks that simon's name is barry because simon shows up kinda unsurprisingly he goes to nathan to tell him what alicia did and that he can touch her and then he's like we had sex and while he does not give him the complete right advice he does give him some actual advice he does implement which is after he admits that he was shit he says you need to take this menthol flavored uh candy and go down on her and her pissy will be on fire and she'll love it now let me tell y'all a nasty true story about me and an ex who liked to eat jalapeno peppers and then after having a salad decided um to go down on um me in the living room and let me tell you your pussy being on fire does not feel great at all I was like what the hell is happening because apparently the heat of the jalapeno can make your uh make your shit just man inflame and if you're a bald like me that shit was like an avalanche volcano on my pussy and it was awful I had to use a lot of rags cold wet ones and I was not happy. No sex time for you. So I am glad that that Simon took the relevant advice here. Nathan goes and sells his power for a measly two grand. Fake Jesus is now uh, amassing a following and accumulating a lot of money. At the bar, they discuss the value of getting rid of their powers. Uh, once they see what Alicia has done because to some they're rather bothersome yes the teleporting would be very annoying uh curtis does point out yeah my powers actually worked out for us simon arrives as uh he they decided to go have a conversation with seth simon arrives because he was going to be investigating seth on what he was doing with the powers and is appalled by their friends having already sold theirs for 20 grand a piece he thinks to do so will allow evil to rule but alicia wants them to be a normal couple and lies that he said that they should do this and simon gives away his power as well simon is studying photos when alicia tells him practice makes perfect 
and everyone is happy including alicia when she gets her big o when he goes downstairs and puts the tick into the licking or whatever and then zod is buying more powers than ever before fake jesus is staying at the community center getting sex in the locker room and he makes his accomplice go rob people literally if necessary he keeps all the money in a locker and he tells him you will be forgiven if you rob someone at the bar nikki and curtis are going traveling i love the way they admire kelly looking amazing when she walked in nathan says that they're gonna start in thailand so nathan talks about how he accidentally had sex with the thailand boy and then the disciple robs the place things get heated panics and kills nikki but no one has powers to undo what has happened they all want their powers back as if they had them they think it might not have happened kelly thinks she might have heard something uh was off with that guy or she knew something was off with him but she may have heard it of course curtis he going back in time uh you have nathan saying i can't be there for marnie and the baby if i'm not alive (laughs) Uh, alicia doesn't want to go because she can't go back to that and it's very understandable so simon goes with the rest of them except they're not going to get their powers back well first and foremost they can get their powers back they just got to pay 40 grand a piece and the only power that's not available is curtis's power which sucks to be him things get hostile they get physically removed alicia is assaulted on the estate by fake jesus using her own power and if the disciple hadn't shown up she probably would have been fully raped he said he killed someone she overhears it runs away simon comes in hears that she lied to him but she now thinks it's her fault nikki is dead he says it's going to be okay she wanted them to be normal she did watch him die it's not an excuse for the lie but he (laughs) he clearly is like i'm not going to hold it against you but that this fake jesus used her power on her he decides he's going somewhere she's like where are you going to kill jesus i'm coming with you they confront jesus counting money and getting a blowjob and kelly bless her heart says you can't pretend to be jesus what's god gonna say nathan says they never abuse their powers and then curtis gets all hostile like she raped me and we killed loads of people why am i still getting hate oh so now you want to be petty at this moment you want to decide to be petty okay okay they steal the locker of money but he uses his power to take it from them killing himself in the process fake jesus that is marnie goes into labor they help deliver the baby (laughs) on the the jesus thing it's all very uh disgustingly christian everything is somber when they take (laughs) the actual locker to get their powers back but curtis can't uh meaning nikki is perma dead and he breaks the silence by calling nathan's jumper horrible to break the tension they say well we don't necessarily have to get the same powers that we got before and we end the episode with them possibly getting new powers and we don't know what they're gonna be 
We're going to find that out. Season three. I rhymed again. I listened twice today, man. I'm straight up a rapper. Let's jump into the feedback. What up, Christina? It's me, me sending in feedback for um, Misfits, Season 2, Episodes 6 and 7. Um, even though 7 was the season finale of Season 2, I did like 6 a lot better. Um, I will say that guy's milk um, superpower was pretty freaking stupid. I personally would kind of be salty, and no wonder he got overshadowed by like the healer and... You know somebody that's immortal and someone who can rewind time like yeah your power is cool i guess you can murder people but other than that how many parlor tricks can you really have with milk products and milk i don't know that seems like a pretty shitty power i was with kelly when she was like that is the dumbest power ever i was like saying i feel you i feel the same um i something i've been noticing and i don't know if I if I brought it up or if I was just thinking it Nathan is always disgustingly dirty like he was when he was in the bathroom with um, Simon you could see the the dirt on his body like on his like jumpsuit oh it looks so disgusting like it looked like caked in poop it was so gross I know they got a washing machine at the community center I know he can wash his clothes or take it shit home and have your mama clean it like it's why are you so gross oh he makes me sick he is disgusting and it bothers me that people just like brush off his disgustingness as in like you know that's just how he is no i'm gonna need y'all to stop his raggedy ass from acting like that because it's disgusting he is very gross and it is not okay um what else do I want to talk about? Um, oh, so I guess this episode was centered around them, like the, the milk milk boy went public. And then, you know, because they're so willy-nilly talking about their powers, old dude, their probation worker overheard him and sold him out. I don't understand if he got some type of monetary value from that information, but like it looked like he was packing up his stuff to leave. And he wasn't remotely concerned about their well-being. Um, I do think it's funny that um, everybody was all about being famous except Simon. I don't know why that doesn't surprise me. He does like to be alone. So him being in the spotlight is very opposite of himself. Yeah, because I remember when the powers got opposite and everyone was paying him attention, he did not like it at all. <laughs> so I guess him being famous for his powers is not something that um, he would, would want to do. And more importantly, he is clearly a fanboy of comic books. So he knows <laughs> you can't have your superhero um, persona in your everyday life person I guess your your real life person be one and the same 
You gotta protect your identity when you have superpowers and you want to be a superhero, which is clearly what he wants to do. Um, I think it's funny. I don't know why it's surprising. Like, I guess maybe because he has a crush on Alicia, he didn't go to Curtis. But I'm just like, the dude been calling you Barry this whole time. No matter how many times you tell him your name is Simon. And at this point, I feel like he's doing this shit on purpose. So, why he went to, um nathan instead of anyone else to to hide out was kind of funny and weird i don't know why he thinks him and uh nathan are more close than him and anyone else it seems as though maybe he, he would even go to kelly when he um got kicked out of his house because his parents weren't okay with him being invisible and i think that's kind of stupid like your kid got powers from a freak thunderstorm he he can go invisible like do you not trust him do you think he's a creeper and i'm assuming weeks has passed since they got hit by lightning actually because i know when they when they first showed the the dude with his milk it they said one week before the storm but i guess that doesn't say where they are now so i'm assuming it's been several weeks maybe months I think they usually people have like community service for a bunch of like for set hours. I don't know how it works in in London or Britain or any other country. So I don't know if they go by weeks. I don't know the time frame. But um Lord, I was thinking too hard on time frames. I forgot where I was going with that. But I know that I feel like he's been friends with all of them the same amount of time. And Kelly seems to, I know she defended him. So I know she would be okay with him, you know, being in her room. That seems somewhat believable. Um, And I guess, you know, if he had a secret crush on Alicia, he wouldn't want Curtis to be the person he confided in. I just, I don't know why, but the pairing with simon and nathan just seemed so funny like why him but i did absolutely love how um alicia went to go talk to um nathan about uh simon saying you know he was right we shouldn't have done this this feels so empty he said picking trash was the best part of his life and she left and she was just sad and she went to the flat and then he was like i never said that and then he followed her which is so be so like him he's the only one that has complete control of his powers and then when he uh was looking around and she pulled out that picture out of her purse and just stared at it and crying and he was like when was that taken i was like oh my god he knows finally (laughs) i was so happy but then i felt like it was short-lived because right afterwards um after they um came up with that i guess you know after the whole shenanigans with the milkman and him killing everybody and um you know and finally when you know they rewound time i thought he wasn't gonna remember because uh curtis went all the way back to before uh the social the probation worker told about their powers so in the next episode when him and alicia were dating 
and she knew about future him i don't know if i'm supposed to know how that went played out i'm not sure maybe i missed something but i thought it was gonna be a secret again but then they knew so if i forget if i missed something just let me know because it's possible maybe i was reacting to something that someone did and i missed that part um what else do i want oh i want to talk about nathan because i know like he is so disgusting when he was shagging those groupies clearly raw dying it and then he started having pus coming out of his penis and then he wanted the girl to heal him which is fine i get asking but when she was like no i don't do that because then i would have to rub on your stuff he was gonna put like force her to rub on his penis i was like he is disgusting if she wasn't choking on the yogurt that she was having and dying because of old serial killer crazy man she was gonna be assaulted by his penis like he is so disgusting i cannot stand him and people just like this is why you get murdered man because you're you're a terrible human being you need instead of instead of being murdered you need a really good ass whooping somebody needs to beat the shit out of you like really fuck you up because you're disgusting um and then uh i swear when uh when kelly got killed i was like super sad and i was like trying to rack my brain to remember if i remember seeing her in any episodes after this i was like she can't be dead there's no way she's dead she's not dead no she's not dead they did not kill kelly like i was so sad like i could not remember what happened um but then okay finally curtis got his shit together especially after simon took a stab for him like as soon as he like the the knife like froze in midair i was like oh my god that's simon and he rewound time i was like he really needs to get a hold of that because seriously that power is really convenient for you to not to be able to use it it would come in handy a lot of times especially for y'all asses y'all always murdering people speaking of murder when they were like theoretically if we killed some people like why would you ask her that seriously and then the fact that her answer is shady as fuck and y'all should have known better anybody that answers something like that y'all need to be weary of because they have no problem covering up your murder if something happened just like i'm sure they covered up the healer's murder disgusting oh side note kelly when she i guess when she got killed and she was in that big puddle of milk her outfit was so cute and her shape like i was like oh kelly got a nice little shape there i don't think i've ever noticed i like the way she looked she looked really nice wish they let her dress like that more often um i did think it was clever the way he killed uh nathan because you you murder him he's just gonna come back so you just keep him comatose that was pretty clever speaking of nathan that tripled myself was the grossest shit i've ever heard in my life and if that happened to me with the guy i would never in my life ever talk to him again and i can promise you i would drag this shit out of him on every social media account make sure everybody knows how nasty his ass is because you just don't do something like that unless you're nasty because a normal person would have been like oh my god i feel nauseous oh my thing i think i have the shits 
and maybe pull away not just allow it to all happen at the same time that is disgusting disgusting um i think that's all i have for episode six um episode seven wasn't my favorite even though i know that was a season finale there was some moments that i i guess i that were like shocking like when poor um ruth nega's character died why i swear i remember her name it's like right on the tip of my head i can't think of it tip of my head is not how you say that tip of my tongue (laughs) it's like oh my god it's gonna bother me oh i'm gonna have to look it up i can't it's gonna bother me that i can't remember right now oh my god it's nikki like i i didn't write her name down because i had been thinking about her this whole time i was like i'll remember and of course i don't um but looking her up i did see that ruth nega was in another a show called love hate with uh robert sheeran who is the guy who plays nathan um so that's cool even though she's dead i guess she went to that show after she died (laughs) i don't know i didn't look up the time frame it said 2000 well i didn't look up the time frame for misfits but it said love hate was 2010 to 2011 so maybe it was simultaneously show these british shows are pretty short so i feel like it's like when people do netflix like you could do more than one show at a time because you're not committed to 22 episodes which end up taking what nine ten months so i guess it's possible they could have been doing them simultaneously because i know if i'm not i know by 2010 misfits was on i think it started in 2009 i don't remember anyway um so what i don't even remember what i was talking about now it took me so long to find her name and to find the character and then i got sidetracked in a rabbit hole lord i suck but i will say that i hated this episode solely for the fact that these fools sold their powers first of all nathan old dumbass you are immortal and how do you go from one million pounds to two thousand you got to be the dumbest fool ever i would be like you know what i'd rather just keep it like show like being taking that much money let that dude know how pathetic and fucking um needy you were like i would never like if i had a superpower like that like okay milk boy maybe his power is worth two two grand but you are immortal you can't be killed and you sold it for two thousand dollars the rest of them got twenty twenty thousand pounds for their powers and you sold you could have got way more money than that and i feel like if you really would have been pushing and just walked out he would have gave you a million a million uh pounds for real like who sells immortality for two thousand dollars nathan is so stupid and what's up with him finding some random pregnant girl and deciding he just wants to be the dad dude you ain't got no money you literally are playing you playing street santa for chump change you had a dollar what 68 cent i don't i don't think it's cents. a dollar 68 one pound and i don't know what i don't know what the coins is i i know when i went to london it was different it's not it's not cents it's something else but you are broke as hell and you're just gonna take care she clearly ain't got no money either both y'all 
stupid. Like this poor child just being set up for failure because both their parents. And granted, it's very noble of him to like a girl and then decide he's going to be the dad of a child she don't even know who the daddy is because she said it depends on if he comes out black chinese white she don't know she was just gonna base it off of at least she was able to have different races of men so at least she can narrow down like if it come out brown then it's this guy if it's asian it's this guy <laughs> that was funny but the both of them together are dumb as hell and that child is doomed <laughs> straight up doomed but like that was just such a random ass storyline like why and this dude is in a community center you can't be that hard up to where you're you're like okay you're broke as hell but you're willing to help me even though you ain't got no money so let me just take you i mean i i'm not shaming her for wanting to have sex i'm sure she probably ain't had some in a long time because most men won't sex up a pregnant woman at least that's my assumption men are nasty so i could absolutely be wrong with that i've never really taken a survey so i don't know but my assumption is most men won't have sex with a pregnant girl i do know <laughs> when me and my sister were in vegas it was uh 2019 it was the summer um because her fiance is a professional poker player so he was at the world series of poker and I came down there to visit her because she was bored as hell and pregnant and people were hitting on her and not me and I was like now I'm not saying I want to be hit on but between the two of us your ass is pregnant even if you single you pregnant one <laughs> of my chopped liver so I mean I could absolutely be wrong like I said I, I think my sister and I look pretty similar but she is slimmer than me and I, I mean I should say she was because a bitch skinny in 2021 but that's neither here nor there so it's absolutely possible that a man might shag a pregnant woman so let me just rewind and take that back i just feel like at this point you can tell he's poor <laughs> he living in the community center he broke his hell and he's dirty like his clothes is disgusting and i know he stink like you're not gonna tell me that nathan don't smell like shit and piss because every time he takes a dump he just pulls his pants up you don't never see that man white I know his underwear got fucking brown streaks on it. He is so nasty. She just don't love herself because he gross. Um, but I hate it that they all sold their powers. Like, shit's going to happen to you no matter what. And that's exactly what happened. Poor Nikki got shot because stupid ass Nathan was like, you know what? Just kill me. I'm immortal. And as soon as he realized, because Simon told him, no, you're not anymore. He moved out of the way now i'm not saying the bullet could have easily went through both of them but the fact that he so stupid he forgot that quick that he sold his power for two grand what a moron and i know the whole jesus story whatever whatever that's neither here nor there i don't really care about that but it just pissed me off that that they sold their powers like why and then they went and got him back but nikki's dead you couldn't get your reversing of time back so she's gone forever i liked her and i'm sad um i wonder what powers they're gonna get next season because i just looked and uh the one guy from preacher is gonna be in season three i wonder if he's gonna die <laughs> like like rat tail guy oh, oh. i don't even know his name but i saw his face on the 
like the little thumbnail. <laughs> I hope he doesn't die. I, he can't be. He, I know. I mean, he's a preacher. I mean, I guess I don't know how famous of an actor he is. Maybe he's joining the cast. Maybe he's just a cameo. Maybe he's a villain. Ooh, superheroes need a villain. I guess we'll find out. Um, I guess we'll find out what their powers are. I hope they're not stupid. I hope they don't have anything like <laughs> Milkman. Because that would be embarrassing considering most of them have pretty cool powers. Um, I do think it's kind of funny isn't the right word. But it's it's <sighs> ironic isn't the right word too. I feel like it's karma that that Alicia got to see what it felt like for someone to put that power on her like it don't feel good like and then I like the fact that that Curtis was like that Alicia raped him like yeah put words to her actions and that's exactly what that guy would have done to you and like I said I remember saying like she wouldn't even have to do that because I feel like guys would want to be with her anyway but she didn't want to she was just like didn't want to waste time so she <laughs> just put her hands on him and just had sex with all those guys all the time they couldn't even they didn't even remember what happened um um and i think that's all i have to say i did think that last scene where uh, nathan's girlfriend was giving birth and then she gave birth like she did the afterbirth thing and he stepped on it and sprayed everybody with blood like i wanted to throw up that was disgusting that is gross and i don't know how you a grown-ass man and not know that afterbirth is a thing and it's hilarious because in tv american shows they don't they don't do that like they don't have the afterbirth but they actually showed it coming out of her body like usually they'll talk about it but you don't see it like that was gross <laughs> but it was real and i liked it I don't like that he stepped on it like it was an alien and blood flew all over everybody's body. That was utterly disgusting. No, nobody should experience that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sad Nikki's dead, but I am interested to see what their powers are going to be and what the storyline is going to be and see if these fools finally, like, since you guys accepted that these powers were given to you and you should keep them maybe they'll turn into superheroes this is the season i didn't see i think i saw half of the first season but i don't even remember i remember one particular like encounter between two characters but i don't even rem i remember it wasn't good but i don't remember exactly why it wasn't good like i know those that two people didn't like each other or one person didn't like another person for some reason but i don't remember why um, and I'll talk about it when we, uh, after we watch episode one of season three, because I don't want to spoil anything. Not that I really could, because I don't have any of the answers, but I'll talk about it next week. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So yes he did sean tip off the media and he got paid for selling them out so that's why he was deuces simon saying they need to protect their identity yep because he does read all the comics and he knows how this story goes and i think that kelly was rooming with alicia and curtis was bunking up with nikki so nathan was kind of the last choice to go to and his parents already neglected him 
because he was saying how he told them how he was being bullied by the next door neighbor and nobody did anything about it and they did say it's been about six weeks since the lightning storm and as far as them like how did they skip from six to seven i've always tried and this is just my own hand cutting i really don't know if there was an explanation but in kind of like when we saw curtis go back in time like certain things still happen the way they happen there's just uh things they took out of the equation so because um they never had that conversation in the stall sean never heard them say they had powers never tipped them off they went to the guy that the milkman who came out about his powers but then turned evil so they killed him to make sure he wouldn't do what he did and then they kept their identities by never going public but everything else in some kind of variation would have played out and so simon finding out eventually by following alicia at some point uh is how he ends up finding out certain aspects and i'm sure curtis may have told them some things but yeah he would have known nothing about the alicia simon thing so i'm guessing he really did just find her or she just uh after he went in the i don't know she might have just told his ass but you can kind of come up with your own fantasy on how that all played out kelly was very pretty all episode i really like how she was looking Uh, and i think in britain they call it pounds and i'm like what do you mean you don't know what's gonna happen next you didn't watch season three because if you don't know how long that (laughs) what is his name i don't want to call him preacher damn it i know his name i know his name it's not coming to me right now but i know his name i'll have it uh next time uh that it comes to me unless i google it in the interim between shy's feedback damn did you forget all of season three four and five because you clearly sound like you ain't watched season three four and five and yes it was karma for i know i was joking earlier but yeah call call out exactly what (laughs) alicia was and was doing absolutely and she was using men she she got used to using men for using her for so long that she uh crossed the line of not knowing consent and she ended up raping them she definitely raped curtis because he said he didn't want to do it but she thought he was just being coy and he really was mad about that uh but to bring it up in the manner in which he did it that's where i was like "Mm, you have to be petty but he's absolutely right and it does need to be stated (laughs) but it seems as if she's being saved from her terrible actions literally by the goodness that is simon because he's taught her what loving herself is all about and him and uh you just continuously dragging nathan for filth it just makes me laugh every time because it's true it's so true let's hear what our shyness has to say Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I am here to talk about the, the penultimate and season finale of season two of Misfits. 
I really enjoyed both these episodes. They were crazy, fun, off the wall, um, which is what this show is all about, and I enjoy that about it. Season 2 is definitely definitely my favorite of the two seasons thus far, and I really look forward to seeing Season 3, seeing as the cliffhanger that we got at the end of Episode 7, so very curious as to what that's going to be about but as for these two um we'll start out with episode six which was about um milk boy (laughs) aka um dude with lactokinesis kinesis lactokinesis um which basically as the gang has said originally with some born ass powers i mean able to control milk i'm like okay (laughs) not understanding how what's so great about that or what's so beneficial about that um unless you want to be a serial killer which we find out later then yes it's very beneficial Um, so, but yeah, it's always the quiet ones, man. It's always the quiet ones, the unassuming ones that end up being the cray-crays and the serial killers of the world. So, yeah, um, dude, you know, had his, and then, yeah, he had his, what, light blue sweater? Like, what is up with that sweater vest? He wore the same vest every day. Did y'all notice that? Anyway, that bugged me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, his powers ended up being very interesting towards the end but yes originally i was like you know just like them yeah okay uh so yeah of course we the gang gets found out thanks to them being so smart about uh talking about their powers out in the open not even making sure that there was nobody around so I agree with Nathan. I'm surprised no one's found out sooner because, yeah, if you're going to just sit there and talk about <laughs> your powers without making sure no one's there to eavesdrop or overhear you, then, yeah, you're going to get found out. So sure enough, they did. The probation officer is in one of the stalls and overhears them and sells them out to um, the press, got some money out of the deal, and is off to bigger and better things while they deal with the fallout from his um ratting them out simon doesn't want to go along with the world knowing but i'm like at this point it's too late simon everybody knows you've been ratted out already so whether you want to or not um your secret is out so um the rest of them wants to cash in on everyone knowing and nathan even talked about you know how their community service is about to be over and so they don't have any prospects out there and then here is this opportunity to earn money um for the powers that they have this is the first time they're being more active with their powers um versus before because up until now the only one that embraced their powers is simon everyone else was really not doing much with them so they decide to go ahead and cash in on that you know nathan he can be i mean i get with you and mimi are saying i mean he at times he's funny and other times he is annoying as hell and then uh i mean 
course in the bathroom scene I mean, he was cracking me up giving uh, Curtis and Simon their superhero names and I was like I was with Curtis Mr. Backwards that's not the most flattering of names and of course we already knew he wasn't going to come up with anything great for Simon and so yeah that wasn't too surprising and what's up with Nathan and him not washing his hands he is so nasty I tell you and then he's gonna have the nerve to talk about these girls that he hang out with you you are the company you keep I mean you nasty as hell you're gonna attract nasty as hell girls so there you go but anyway so they meet up with Laura I don't know was she an attorney or a PR person couldn't remember what she was but um she ends up representing them and getting their name out there they end up getting into a hotel and preparing themselves for life as famous people and I'm not sure why or when they elected Nathan as the spokesperson for the group but uh definitely wouldn't have chose him because he's stupid as hell and you never know what the hell comes out of his mouth so I wouldn't have that wouldn't have been my choice for being the spokesperson for the group so we see that um again they're in this hotel preparing to make their debut in the world they ask nathan to shoot himself in the head i'm like ah (laughs) oh gosh no (laughs) but uh, i guess for the money you know he'll sell his soul to the devil um we see him waking up with some skanky girls and apparently acquired a beautiful std for his troubles um which he tries to get the uh, the daisy girl to cure him of anyone else thought that this girl was a fraud i mean i thought i originally thought that she was um <laughs> she was fake and that they were just using her to to pretend like she had powers and you know and healing that guy in the wheelchair but sure enough her powers were real and nathan is trying to get her to uh use them to (laughs) cure him of his std and she's like no dog i'm not rubbing any genitalia (laughs) to to cure you you're gonna have to do that the old-fashioned way and go to a doctor of course i'm like yes nathan that's what happens when you're you're having unprotected sex with girls you barely knew random girls like are, are you stupid or what anyway i know you're immortal but damn let's let's still not be stupid anyways is triple tripling yourself is that a thing or is that just something they made up or is that a british thing because i've never heard of that nonsense and it's nasty as hell and of course it would be nathan that that crap happens to so you come puke and shit all at the same time i'm like i've never heard of this a day in my life what the hell oh and the look on curtis face when he just explained like golly why why and i know laura was thinking to herself what the hell did i get myself into this is the most dysfunctional group (laughs) and of course like i said nathan goes to see daisy to try to cure him of his std and he ends up killing her because of course why not in his uh well technically milk boy um did it but 
he would be there when this when this series of unfortunate events take place she falls on her mother Teresa award and of course Nathan being the stupid person that he is is telling her to kill herself and rubbing her hands on her stomach oh my gosh like this man is <laughs> but you know he did have a good point when they were all back in the room and uh he was like you know Curtis you can rewind time to prevent this from ever happening and of course he can't do it I mean I did I mean that that is a good point you know what is the purpose of your powers if if every time we need you to use them you can't so we see that Alicia is still um in her feelings about future Simon and not being able to move on from that and hoping that present Simon can eventually see her in a way that she wants him to see her and her statement about you know picking up litter you know Simon hears that and follows her to the flat which he looks around and sees her holding the picture the future picture of them together in Vegas and that's where the time traveling stuff starts to get really really crazy in my opinion was that really supposed to happen that way I mean that would be my question of is are they changing time because future Simon told her not to tell present Simon about everything that she told him so by telling him did she change things and I'll get into that a little bit later why I think maybe she changed things um because yeah was that always supposed to happen so it's hard to say anyway I mean it's debatable on it's hard to say right now whether her telling him now revealing everything now changes the future that was supposed to be or this a new timeline no I mean I, I guess I could talk about it now so with Curtis going back in time and because eventually you know everyone milk boy ends up killing everyone um Simon goes into you know he finds Nathan Nikki and Alicia or Nikki and Alicia in the hotel room um of course he's all about Alicia and all that and devastated and he even took the time to clean her up before he did his little disappearing act and going to find um milk boy I don't remember his name I'm I'm calling the milk boy because I seriously don't remember his name um go to find him ends up getting stabbed um as he confronts Curtis who's lactose intolerant which is very convenient so his powers don't work on him um and so Curtis ends up rewinding time and then they go to dude's house before he becomes famous and I guess they kill him I'm not sure it, it that was never clear I'm assuming they kill him because um, <laughs> that's their thing but anyway and so if they went back in time my question is if they went back in time to before they became famous and then I forget what episode it was uh before when 
Alicia was in the flat and she was watching that future news uh, footage of her talking about them having powers. So when Curtis went back in time, that event never happened now. And so that timeline where they had that interview no longer exists. So that's what I'm thinking that we're in a new timeline. And so things are happening differently than they happen when in future Simon's timeline, if that makes sense. I know, I mean, I know. And so again, this timey-wimey stuff, it starts getting confusing. But that's why I'm thinking we're in a new, her telling him things change things it changed the timeline because he wasn't she wasn't supposed to do that anyway moving on to episode the finale episode seven um this one alicia you know it's three months later and alicia and simon are dating hello so that was surprising that they did a three month time jump in between the penultimate and the finale and so we see everyone you know out of their community service trying struggling to make ends meet move on with their lives and um, Nathan is dressing as Santa Um, Alicia and Curtis are working at the bar and I guess uh, what is um Kelly is picking up crap off the floor and I don't know what Simon is doing they never really said other than jumping around uh preparing for his role as a superhero um well yeah we can see that Alicia is frustrated with the fact that she can't touch Simon that she's with him and but they can't be together physically as we find out later she misses that she wants to be able to have that same connection that same feeling she had with future Simon with present Simon so she decides to go and remove her powers uh for free which again back to what I said before was this always supposed to happen or not it's hard to say but she does it because again with that with her doing that this causes them to go down this road where Nikki ends up being killed because she gives up her powers and then the rest of the gang finds out about it and so Nathan Curtis Nikki and Kelly ends up giving up their powers and so yeah and this again will lead to a tragedy as I'll talk about in a minute so excuse me so again Alicia gives up her powers she goes back to Simon so they can touch each other she talks about missing you know being able to do those things that she did with future Simon she wants to be able to do it again with him and of course my thing is I felt I was like poor Simon what talk about pressure I mean he's only slept with one girl one time and yet Alicia is talking about this great sex that they had and it's not him it's him but it's not him because you know what I mean it's like (laughs) it's a version of him but it's not him and so her talking about this stuff that they did I know that had to I mean as we saw had present Simon feeling some type of way because it's not him specifically he don't remember these things she did this thing those things with a version of him 
and so yeah I he was feeling in his feelings and feeling jealous and not liking her talking about this other person because in a way it is another person um so yeah and I get you know of course Alicia I mean you don't blame her too much because she really doesn't understand the all the ins and outs of time travel and what it all means and so in her eyes Simon is Simon it's just that it's still him it's just that you know it's a, it's a older version of him so to her he's the same person um but to him it's like she's talking about a stranger at the present time because it's not currently him anyway i hope that made sense i just went on the tan and on a thing about that so um of course again once they got rid of their powers i just knew something bad was going to happen because we're talking about our people our crew you know it's never that simple as giving up your powers alicia lies to simon about giving up his powers saying that future him said that they were supposed to so he's gullible and trusting in in her and just believes her and so he gives up his powers and then that's where we get the uh, the guest bad the the villain of the day um this dude that um a former priest that decides to change his life by buying powers and becoming jesus (laughs) and uh of course nobody knows about superpowers and so when he's walking on water and doing all these things they're believing he's a second coming of jesus and just buying everything that he's uh selling and therefore and then we have the one dude that uh criminal who you know he tells him to go out and give him money and so he decides to happen to rob try to rob the uh bar that curtis and um alicia are working at and he holds them up and nathan as usual then this is where we don't like this is the don't like nathan part (laughs) um because he's being all cocky and um running off at the mouth forgetting that he's not immortal so he can't act like that simon had to remind him that you're not immortal anymore and so he ends up ducking you know first you know demanding that the dude shoot him and then once he realized oh crap uh yeah it doesn't work like that anymore he ducks and then of course here comes nikki out of the bathroom and gets shot and ends up being killed and of course if as it was stated as kelly stated if they had their powers she would have read the dude's mind um nathan would have been immortal so he could have got shot simon could have uh become invisible nikki could have transported herself or uh curtis could have we wrong time so all of their powers with all their powers being gone um just as they you know needed them the most they were all useless so sadly nikki ends up dying i'm not even going to ask why there was no ambulance why the police wasn't there i mean i guess they don't exist in this world um to ask some questions to try to find the perp uh he's just roaming around like he just didn't murder somebody but okay um we'll move on from that 
But yes, Nathan was the idiot, and because of his stupidity, Nikki ended up getting killed. They try to get their powers back. They cannot because the old dude sold Curtis's power for rewinding time. They didn't have the money to do it anyway. So, and then they got their shit beat out of them for their troubles because little dude ends up being uh, a lot more, uh, more than meets the eye. I forgot to mention that Nathan meets Marnie, a pregnant um young lady unwed mom and they strike up a romance and yes that was um weird and cute at the same time their relationship very quick but that seems to be how it goes and it's it's only seven episodes so relationships go by quick um so he apparently he got some good sex and wants to spend the rest of his life with this girl and raise her baby Alicia almost gets sexually assaulted by Jesus or the man that calls himself Jesus and <laughs> I gotta make sure <laughs> it sounds weird when you say it and they all go to confront him um he ends up getting himself killed for his troubles and um yeah Marnie ends up having the baby and here ensues the most hilarious scene that had me busting out laughing. I had to watch it two or three times because it just it, it just never failed to be funny to me. But anyway, she gives birth to baby boy. They all break out in song, which I thought was so random. <laughs> and I started busting out laughing for that. And then, of course, Curtis is like, what the hell are we doing? um and then marnie starts having more pains thinking she's having twins (laughs) and nathan looks down see the uh placenta coming out and thinks it's an alien she's giving birth to an alien he pulls it out starts stomping on it blood splatters everywhere (laughs) and kelly's like you it's fucking out the mouth you dickhead And the look on everyone's face, so dead. I, oh my God, I just could not stop laughing. I was, <laughs> Nathan is so stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, so after that hilarious scene, um, they all decide to go back to the dude, um, which I didn't even talk about that dude. <laughs> The shady dude that takes and gives powers buys and sells powers but i ain't got time to talk about him now um and so they decide that they're gonna get powers back but not necessarily the powers that they originally had of course alicia couldn't get her back not that she wanted it back i never blame her for not i mean out of all their powers hers was the most inconvenient like who wants a power where you can't touch people and you know unless you want them to sexually assault you or you sexually assault them um excuse me so um she said she couldn't get her power back because the guy died so i guess that's the thing um that the powers are gone for good if the person dies that has the power so they go and buy new powers but they don't let us know what they are so um taking it we'll see all these this was going to make the season three fresh because they're going to have new powers and it's going to be new whatever so 
that's going to be interesting and look forward to that so nathan is going to do right by this girl and be with this girl and try to be a daddy that's scary that's very scary simon and alicia are together um curtis is single again after losing nikki and kelly is solo as well after her stint with monkey boy so that's where we're at at the end of season two really enjoyed it look forward to seeing what season three has to offer and yeah i know i'm missing some things i know there's stuff i'm leaving out that i wanted to talk about but i've already um said more than enough so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was queen shy with her feedback just a few notes here i liked your explanation about the whole simon and alicia how their situation because i was literally writing notes and you said the second half of it that they're both coming at it from different feelings um you're right nothing uh did happen the same because i did forget that the milkman was the first one that came out with their powers so i would say things played out the way in which they did in certain aspects like the whole simon thing her finding out about that but maybe uh, i don't know you guys come up with some things uh, but as far as the timeline, all that stuff, mildly interesting. Can't talk about that. Simon was training, though. He's trying to uh, level up since he already got a flat that he owns. And that's pretty much he got a girl who's who's doing all the, uh, the cooking and making the money. He's going to stay at home and be a superhero. And uh, co-signing on... The fact that Nathan is the worst spokesperson ever. And then... What did I say here? Oh, it was likely Jock Itch. <laughs> he got a yeast infection. That's what was going on below his waist. And we all called him Milk Boy, so don't feel bad whatsoever. And then Simon didn't want to be visibly known. I think Mimi brought that up a little bit. And you guys both brought up the... Uh, the fact that we got villains and I think this is the first time we are getting really deep villains for the show uh, and they're actually having to go up against people with not you know just kind of bad powers but they accidentally stumble into things versus now around the estate things are getting little nefarious that now that more people are aware of powers even if it's not as nationally known so there's my thoughts on that and that's my thoughts on the episode if you want to join in the conversation you can send feedback to blackoakouch at gmail.com you can find my podcast listed below and my social media as well what did i say my podcast below you can find where you can find my podcast below as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic